1 Corinthians chapter 14, and I'm going to read you verse 2. It says, For he that prophesies in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God, for no man understands him. Howbeit in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. Verse 4, He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifies himself, but he that prophesies the church. Now, if you could go down, please, to verse 13. Wherefore, let him that speaketh in an unknown tongue pray that he may interpret. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my mind, my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the spirit and I will pray with the understanding. That means your na native language, in my case, English. Also, I will sing with the spirit and sing with the understanding also. Praise God. And he goes on and on and on and on. Then he says in verse 18, I thank my God I speak with tongues more than you all. So Paul was a strong a strong advertiser, a strong propagator of praying in the Spirit, because he's saying, I'm praying in the Spirit more than all of you. Uh, very few chapters, uh, very few subjects in the Bible are given an entire chapter. And, and this is one subject that shows its high value and importance to us, because God gives a whole chapter. It's mentioned other parts, of course, as well. But he gives us the whole chapter of 1 Corinthians 14 dedicated to praying in the Spirit and praying in our, our regular prayer language. Now remember, I'm not gonna get into a long teaching, but just, I don't know who's watching, and some of you are younger Christians, and you may not have all the teaching foundation that, that the rest of the church has. So let me just say very quickly and simply, there is, this, there is the simple gift of tongues, and then there is the gift of tongues. When we say the simple gift of tongues, this is your personal prayer language. This is what you get when you're baptized in the Holy Ghost, according to Acts 2, verse four, that when the Holy Ghost uh, gave them utterance. They began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. When they got baptized in the upper room, the Holy Ghost came, and the evidence that they were filled is they spoke in other tongues. That is a personal prayer language. We call that simple tongues. That you can pray that anytime you want. That's what he's talking about here. He's talking about your personal prayer language. You don't need the Holy Ghost to decide when you're going to pray in tongues. You decide when you're going to pray in tongues. It's not the Holy Ghost praying. It's you praying. He is giving you utterance, and he can... And he, that utterance and that ability to speak forth, he is in many ways moving through you and he's helping you pray out the plan of God, but he's not the one praying. You're the one praying. He gives you the ability, but it's you making the choice of your own will to pray. And this is your personal, simple prayer language that you can pray all the time and you should pray as much as you can. And Paul says, I pray more than all of you. And this builds your faith. It causes you to hear the Holy Ghost voice more clearly. And very importantly, you pray out the plan of God. You pray out the mysteries of God. Now then the gift of tongues, which we find in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, okay, uh, that the gift of tongues and interpretation of tongues comes as the Spirit wills. It comes, could be privately or, or in public, but the Holy Ghost chooses when he gives you that. You can't force it. But if you show reverence and respect for it, he's more likely to give it to you. If you never talk about it, you don't even know it exists, and you don't do what he said in verse 13, pray that you may interpret, that's the gift of, of tongues and interpretation of tongues. He's saying, ask the Holy Ghost to let you interpret what you're praying. And if the Holy Ghost chooses to let you, he will, because why? It's a gift. You, don't, you can't control that. You can control your private prayer language, but you can't control the gift. The Holy Ghost can let you interpret by the gift of interpretation, or he may not. But we're told to ask him, so there's nothing wrong with asking him, because when I'm praying out the mystery, 
If I don't have, eventually my mind is going to catch up. I'm going to, he's going to reveal it to me, maybe over time, maybe the next morning. There's different ways. He can give you a scripture. You can get it. He can speak to you as somebody's preaching. He can speak to you as you're reading the Bible. Your mind will eventually catch up with what your spirit was praying out. But Paul says you don't only, it doesn't always have to be future tense that way. That's probably the, that's one way. But he says you can ask God as you're praying in the spirit that if, that he would let you interpret part of what you're praying so that you'll know right then and there the subject that you're praying out and what God wants you to know about the subject that you're praying out. But you can't force it. You can't try to interpret something if the Holy Ghost isn't giving you that interpretation. But technically, you don't need the interpretation. Pray and ask him for it, but don't force it. If he doesn't give you that, you know that because you're praying out and you're doing your part, he is going to reveal to your mind what you need to know. Might not be right there. It might be later that day, the next day, a week later, a month later. There's stuff I've prayed out that God didn't talk to me about for six months. But there's other stuff I pray out, and if I don't interpret right away, I'll know a few minutes after I've prayed what that is, but not by interpretation, not by that gift, just by the inner witness of the Spirit or by a scripture verse he gives me or because he speaks something to me. The point is, whether it's the gift of interpretation or other avenues, God will reveal to you what you've been praying because if he doesn't, you, you won't be edified. You won't know what's going on. But the key is praying in the Spirit. Let me read it to you from the Passion, and then we'll get into praying ourselves. So what did we start with? Verse number two, I think. And it says, when someone speaks in tongues, no one understands the word he says because he's not speaking to people but to God. He is speaking intimate mysteries in the Spirit. Verse four, the one who speaks in tongues advances his own spiritual progress. Taylor, don't make me shout. Man, he that speaketh in the King James in an unknown tongue edifies himself, but he that prophesies edifies the church. Edifies, there is where you get the word edifice, and, and that, it, it's a construction terminology, and it means to build or construct a house. You, you, you build a house, and you're building up yourself. Now, I've taught in my prayer course the, the in-depth teaching on what this word means in the Greek, and not only is it a construction-oriented word, but it's also has a, 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 a connotation in the Greek of an organization that causes organization and it, there's also the connotation in the original language of like a path, like there's a progress made for your future. So there's a lot in this word edify, but I love the Passion Translation because it says it so wonderfully and very accurate to the original Greek. Let me read it again. It says in verse 4, the one who speaks in tongues, Jennifer, advances his own spiritual progress. I want to advance my spiritual progress. I love the way Pastor Nancy used to say it. She said, when you pray in the spirit or you're praying out the plan of God, you're praying out intimate mysteries, stuff that you don't understand, you don't know, but you're praying out a mystery. God knows you don't know. That's why you pray it out in tongues so that you can figure it out. God can reveal it to you eventually. She said, when you pray these mysteries out, it's like laying train tracks. Your job is to lay the track. You can't make the train come. Your job is to lay the track. Then the train, that's God's will. That's God's instruction that's God's clarity, that's God's power, that's what we're looking for is the train. If you've laid the track, the train can come through in your life. If you haven't laid the track, there's, you're going to go around wondering and in mystery and in darkness and not really sure what's going on because a train can't, the knowledge of God's will can't come to you because you didn't lay the track for it. So, you notice, Jenny, you lay the track before the train shows up. 
So you're praying the mystery first, and then the revelation comes after. Now, it could come immediately after by praying that you interpret, or it could come a day after or a month after, but it will come. The train always comes, but if you don't lay the track, the train's got nothing to ride on. You've got to lay the track by praying out those mysteries in the Spirit. Now God can reveal to you, clarify to you, show you what you need to know for the future, direct your path, all that stuff. That's the train. It will come. It might come on the heels of praying in the Spirit. It might come a little bit after, but it always comes. So don't force the interpretation because it always comes. But ask God for it because many times he'll let you. And words of English will bubble up out of your spirit as you're praying in tongues. That's that he's giving you a, a, a word of interpret, an interpretation, tongues and interpretation of tongues. It's not always long. Sometimes it's short. Sometimes it's long. But he will help you. And if not at that moment, definitely at some point in the future through maybe another source. But he will reveal it to you. I love that, Jennifer. It says, but when somebody... Um, it says, verse 4, when the one who speaks in tongues advances his own spiritual progress. Like you build a house and there is an advancement of progress in the construction. When you pray in the spirit, you're advancing your own spiritual progress. You are, from that perspective, we're going up like a house. But from the other perspective, you're going out like laying tracks. You're advancing your spiritual progress, so that God can come through with the answers that you need. I felt him prompt me on Saturday. He said, you do a short teaching on tongues because some of them, you know it, you do it all the time, but a lot of them are not doing it. That's what he said to me on Saturday night, honey. He said, you're so familiar with this, but a lot of them are not, or they have forgotten, or they need a refresher. Whether you're a veteran or a rookie saint, some of you may need a refresher on these basic principles of why praying in the Spirit is critical to your success. So that was verse 2 and verse 4. Am I correct on that? And then we went down to verse 13. Is that correct? And that says, if then, so then, if you speak in a tongue, pray for the interpretation to be able to unfold the meaning of what you are saying. You can ask God. That's called the interpretation. It's the meaning of what you are saying. Pray. He he may give it to you. He may not. But either way, you're going to know down the road what you are it will be revealed to you eventually. But it's good to ask God, if it's in your heart, ask God, and it will be a blessing to you because many times you'll give that to you right away. Now, verse 14, it says, For I, if I am praying in a tongue, my spirit is engaged in prayer, but I have no clear understanding of what is being said. So here's what I've concluded, verse 15. I will pray in the spirit, but I will also pray with my mind engaged. I will sing rapturous praises in the spirit, but I will also sing with my mind engaged. When we say in our understanding or our mind is engaged, we're speaking in English or whatever your natural language is, because in order for you to speak in English, your mind is processing words. When you speak in the Holy Ghost in tongues, your mind is not processing words, which is why the Bible says that your mind is unfruitful. It's called unfruitful in the King James, but, uh, but, but it says here in, in the Passion Translation, that you don't have understanding, no clear understanding, meaning it's unfruitful. You don't know what you're saying. But you can, you can pray that way. And I think was that now, verse 18 was the last verse I read, and it says, in the Passion, I give thanks to God that I speak in tongues more than all of you. Praise God. Very similar to what the King James says. He prayed in the Spirit a lot, and God wants us to pray in the Spirit a lot. Amen? Now, I'm not going to, for sake of time, but remember 1 Corinthians 2 
verse 9 to 14 talks about that he loves you, he's got a plan for you, and things, the things that are given to us are freely, we have a right to freely know the things given to us of God. How do we know them? By the spirit that knows the mind of God. And then it says these things that we're supposed to know pray out in language which man doesn't teach you, but with the Holy Ghost teaches you. What is the language that the Holy Ghost teaches us? Tongues. If we'll pray them out, these things that where God is prepared, that God wants us to know, that God's given us freely to know by the Holy Ghost, if we're going to pray these things out in a language the Holy Ghost teaches, which is tongues, it means that he will then be able to reveal to us by the Holy Ghost those things which we've prayed out, which he prepared for us that love him, verse 9, he will reveal those things to us. That's what I'm saying. If you'll pray out the mysteries, he'll reveal it. If you'll lay the track, he'll reveal it. If you'll pray in the Spirit, you are helping take you're helping gain progress spiritual progress spiritual advancement it's so important and some of you because the lord tweaked me on saturday night and he said some of them are not praying in the spirit the way they should and so i still get people coming and there's nothing wrong with it i'm not i'm not attacking anybody i'm a pastor i love you i'm going to enjoy talking to you regardless but people come and they say pastor i don't know what to do here and i don't know i got this big decision to make and my first question is have you prayed in the spirit about it well you know I, i've been thinking about it thinking about it is not praying in the spirit. Praying in the spirit is means your mind is not engaged because your brain doesn't know the answer. And if you're trying to pick an answer out of your mind, you're going to be playing, you're going to be rolling the dice. You might make the right decision. You might not make the right decision. And you're acting like a sinner because sinners can only roll the dice. It's, it's, their life is chance. They're making the best decision with the given information, but sometimes the decision is wrong because sometimes they don't have the information that they need because life is not always perfect. But we're not like a sinner and we don't have to make decisions based on less than perfect information and we don't have to roll a dice. We've got the answer right here because the Bible says that your spirit is in your belly. The Bible says that in your, in your belly, there's a candle that is lit by the Holy Ghost that brings light. That's talking about your spirit in the book of Psalms. This is where your spirit man lives. It is right here in your belly area. That's where the Holy Ghost lives in your spirit man. The Bible says it's in the belly region. I didn't say that. God said that. This is where your spirit man lives, the real you that's going to go to heaven. This is where the Holy Ghost lives inside you because he lives in us. And the Holy Ghost is here and therefore he has all the answers, which means the answer is here because the Holy Ghost is here, which means you never have to make another hard decision again because you got the answer. But the process by which you get the answer from here up to here is you pray this out in language which he teaches. You start to pray in the spirit. It's a mystery to your mind, but you pray in your spirit what the spirit of God is, is teaching you. He's praying, you're praying with his ability out the answers that he's got in your spirit. So when you're saying, I don't know what to do, I've been thinking about it, don't think about it because you're not going to get the answer by thinking about it. You get the answer by praying about it in tongues. Then the Holy Ghost who knows the answer gives you the ability to pray and now you're praying out the answer that you need. It's just in another language that you don't, you don't know what it is. But he will reveal to you in your mind what you were praying. Sometimes by interpretation right away, other times by quickening a verse to you. Sometimes I go to sleep, I wake up in the morning, I just know what to do. I don't know why I know what to do. I just know what to do. Why? Because as I slept, he uploaded the answer from my spirit to my mind. And I just know. But that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't prayed it out beforehand. So we got to get skillful in praying things out. When you pray in tongues, you're praying out your future. When you're praying in tongues, you're praying out the perfect will of God for your future. When you're praying in tongues, you're entering 
enter that realm of the spirit. It'll help you get in. When you pray in tongues and you enter into that realm, clarity will come. Answers will come. Knowledge will come. That's the train. When you pray in tongues, it also strengthens your faith. So you're believing God for something, but the tax and it's taking a long time and all the natural things are, are not in agreement with what you're believing. Pray in the spirit more about what you're, if you're believing for $100, you can say, now, Father, I've released my faith. I've claimed what I need. I've released the angels. I've bound the devil and I'm praising you. But now, Father, I'm going to add some tongues to that because tongue strengthens my faith. So, Lord, regarding that $100, I pray it out in the Holy Ghost. A lot of people don't do that. It's good to praise and we do that, but you can also pray out in the Holy Ghost specifically for areas that you're believing for, especially areas you're using your faith for because praying in the spirit about the area you've released your faith for will strengthen your faith and will strengthen your believing for that thing. Do you understand? If I'm believing for 30,000, 35,000 a week, I can say, Father, I'm praying in tongues doesn't get it to me. My faith gets it to me, but I'm being buffeted sometimes in my faith. So I can say, Father, I pray out about the 35,000 because that's what I've released my faith for. That's what the devil is bound from stopping. That's what the angels are released to bring me. That's what I'm praising you. And in the praise and the rejoicing, power is flowing. But Father, I need my faith to remain strong for that thing. And praying in the Spirit strengthens my faith. So Father, as I've released my faith for that 35, now I start to pray in the Holy Ghost about that 35. And as I pray regarding that 35, my faith for that 35 is strengthened. By the time I get out of that prayer, I'm like, my God, it's done. It's done. It's done. And all that buffeting has, has vanished away. And now, Lord, I, I've got it. Praise God. A lot of people don't realize that you can pray in tongues specifically about certain things that you're using your faith for. Because as you're praying in the spirit, not only are you praying out the mysteries for that to come to pass, because sometimes God has to go to one person. They won't listen. He'll go to another person. They won't listen. And, and, and so you're praying out whatever the mystery is to get that thing that you're believing for into your life. Part of it is praying out the mystery of that. Not the mystery like you don't know. There's a mystery where you don't know what's going on and then you pray it out and he reveals it. But there's other things where in order for that thing you've released your faith, in order for it to manifest, there's some things that have to take place. You can help that process by praying that out in the Holy Ghost. But more than that, as you pray out in the Holy Ghost regarding the thing you're believing for, it will strengthen your believing for it. Let me say it again. As you're praying out in the Holy Ghost for the thing that you're believing for, for the thing you've released your faith for, as you pray in the Holy Ghost regarding the thing that you're believing for, it will strengthen your faith in your believing for that thing. And you'll leave that prayer time more praising, more rejoicing, stronger in your believing. Remember, praise is an expression of faith. But if I pray in the Holy Ghost, it strengthens my faith for that thing. And then I go into praise again, which is my releasing of faith for that thing. So when I pray in tongues, I'm not releasing my faith. When I pray in tongues, I'm strengthening my faith. I release my faith by my words, by my praise, and by my actions, my spirit-led actions. That's how I release my faith. But when I pray in the spirit about what, I pray, about what I'm believing for, it strengthens my faith. Many times, Taylor, I'll come out of praying in the Holy Ghost about a situation, and I feel such an, such a, an infusion of strength, because that's what happens. It strengthens my life. And I just end that praying in the Holy Ghost, and I just end celebrating and rejoicing. What am I doing? My faith about that believing, what I'm believing for, has been made stronger by praying in tongues. And then what am I doing now? I'm releasing my faith as I rejoice. 
I wasn't releasing my faith as I prayed in tongues about it. I released my faith in my praise when I ended because the tongue strengthened my faith and then it was released by praise. A lot of people are praising, but they're not strengthening their faith by tongues. So it will help you to pray out in the Holy Ghost about what you're believing for. You already know what it is, but your faith will be helped as you believe for that thing to come to pass by praying in the Holy Ghost. And then that strength is expressed by praise. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's why I believe, Jenny, a lot of times we get that, what Dad Hagen called a note of victory or a sense of praise. Why? Because what you've been praying about, the Holy Ghost, praying in tongues, is strengthening your faith for that thing. And now that it's strengthened, now it has to be expressed. But it's not expressed by praying in tongues. It's expressed by praise. So when the Holy Ghost knows that praying in tongues has strengthened it sufficiently, he wants now you to release that faith. And how does he do it? Praise which is why the note of victory is often the note of praise. And you start to shout and sing and celebrate and laugh because it's all a release of your faith. But the tongue strengthens your faith. And now it has to, it's like a pressure builds, builds. The power of God is building. The praying in tongues is strengthening, strengthening, strengthening. And then all of a sudden it hits a critical mass and you're going to just say glory to God. And you're going to start praising because now you're releasing that faith. And as you celebrate and rejoice, the power of God is moving. But a lot of people forget to pray in the spirit about what they're believing for because it will help strengthen your faith. Now, I'm quoting you from the King James Jude verse 20, and it says, uh, <laughs> I know, I know I've said it a thousand times. I've got a memory bug. It says, beloved, building yourselves up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, building yourself up yourself up on your most holy faith, building yourself on your most holy faith. You build up, you strengthen your faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. Now, I'd like to read that as well. I've never read it from the Passion Translation, so I don't even know what the Passion Translation says. And so I hope it's good, Jenny. <laughs> but you, my delightfully loved friends, consistently and progressively Build yourselves up on the foundation of your most holy faith by praying every moment in the spirit. Boy, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't, uh, it, it didn't disappoint. But you, my delightfully loved friends, that's beloved in the, in the King James, constantly and progressively build yourselves up on the foundation of your most holy faith. Encourage yourself, strengthen yourself, strengthen your faith by praying every moment. It adds the every moment part. It means it's consistent. Praying every moment in the spirit. How do you pray in the spirit? It means praying in tongues. Not the gift of tongues that he has to choose and will, but simple, personal, private prayer language tongues that you can pray anytime you want. And Paul said, I pray in that simple tongues more than all of you. I encourage you to pray frequently. Pray in the shower. Pray while you're driving. Pray a specific time in the day where you are doing your devotional time. Pray more than just your devotional time. Pray as you're, as you're you know, sometimes you can just pray when you're walking. You can pray. I don't be arrogant and, 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 and disruptive about it in, in the grocery store. My gosh, I mean, that's just weird. You don't have to, this is, remember, you're not praying to man. You're praying to God. So you don't necessarily want men to hear you because they don't understand what you're doing anyway. Remember, 1 Corinthians 14, 2 says, you're not praying to men, you're praying to God. So when you're talking, praying to God, if you're in public, Dad Hagen said, lower your voice, make it private, make it a whisper. Don't, don't have to make a scene and everybody to see you. You can still pray to God under your breath, praise God. Right. So I encourage you, do that frequently. Do it more because you're praying out 
the plan. You're praying out the clarity. You're laying tracks for the train to come through. You're advancing spiritual progress in your life. You're causing a divine organization to come in your life. You're allowing God to reveal things to you. And at the same time, it's amazing. It's a multitasking ability. At the same time, not only are you praying out the perfect will, but if you're praying for something you're believing for, it's strengthening your believing for that thing. And it releases then when you start to praise him. Praise God. Tongues is the, I'm telling you, it is the most precious, in my opinion. Yes, I, I can't really compare it. With the name of Jesus and dominion and authority is so precious in and of itself. I can't say one is greater than the other. But praying in the spirit is such a joy. It's such a life-changing joy. Without it, I don't know where we'd be, Jenny. Without praying in tongues, I don't know where we'd be. I'm telling you, I don't know where we'd be without praying in the Holy Ghost.